0: Hello, Pod Fam, and hello, Rachel. How are you today? I uh, I'm doing all right, Laura. I'm doing all right. I don't know where this episode is coming from, but it's going to be very chaotic.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know summer theme. Why? Why did you choose this? This is like we know nothing at the moment about I, this.
0: I see. To be honest, I just find it very fascinating to like talk about because I just don't understand where these terms come from true this is like definitely true again this has just been like a common theme i have um no solutions just questions right on. here yep um but really i think where this came from and this is just going to spoil what we're talking about if the title didn't already is i just want to talk to you about like just my baffling confusion around what the talking stage is in dating uh-huh. because is it not just dating
1: that's true Right. All right. Well, I'm equally right. as confused because it's been awesome. almost ten years since I went out like on a first date. Fair. Um and really, gosh, this is going way back now. Um, Tinder was like just about to become a thing when yep. I met my current boyfriend. Uh, so oh, was plenty of fish. <laughs> Those plenty of fish days. <laughs> that was like groundbreaking. All right. the the POF. Um, And it's kind of funny because now so many people meet over apps or online Mm -hmm. or through Instagram and various other like technological ways that I'm just like, oh, I'm no longer special. Uh,
0: Honestly, I feel you. I feel you. I've been on a dating app once in my dating life and I was on Bumble for about three months there. I didn't survive on Bumble because I was like, this is just really weird. But in doing my research for this, I'm like, is this like dating trends or is it just dating app culture?
1: Mm, That's true. It could just be dating app culture. And um, I mean, COVID really changed the way Mm -hmm. people date, right? It did. Like it almost became exclusively online. And Mm -hmm. so many people where I think you're getting this talking stage from is they literally couldn't meet up. Um, mm-hmm. so they had so much more time to just talk about stuff and we're going to get into it later in the episode, but, uh, that has really defined this new trend of dating. But before we go there, what are you
0: drinking today? I, uh, I have a ginger tea today. Ooh, I shook things nice. up very and do nice. you want to know why I ended up with ginger tea? Sure. Cause I'm out of peppermint tea. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. How will you cope? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm just drinking ginger tea now until that one runs out. So
1: (laughs) listeners, if you look at our show notes, you'll always see that we put the types of teas that we're drinking in the comments. Um, For the past like five episodes, I don't think I've updated Rachel's because it's just been peppermint tea. And oh my God, I'm going to throw my future self off now when I have to write this and write in ginger tea. I won't know what's up.
0: I'm going to say it's because I've been trying to take a break from caffeine because, you know, I have most of my teas other than my herbal ones all have caffeine in them, but I only started doing that last week. So I really have no excuse. I really don't. Yeah. 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 So what about you? What are you having?
1: Ah, well, I mixed it up a little bit today. I'm having a lemon gelato oolong tea. Nice. I like this one. It's just so smooth and almost creamy. Um, lovely yeah little different I like it and uh, my boyfriend was stealing a sip before we started recording here and he ended up drinking a large portion of my cup so I think that one's a winner
0: I think it's a winner I think so yes I think so all right well um I guess going back to what we were talking about before discussing our teas yeah, I, it was interesting when I was looking all of this up, if you guys hadn't guessed from the title, we we are discussing modern dating trends. We are both in happy relationships. How did we end up here? Don't know. But I found it very interesting that I think a lot of the trends that are upcoming in 2022 are for the better compared to uh, at least what the dating trends were in like the 2010s.
1: I agree know? with this because any of the yeah. – like, um, relationship experts or dating coaches, they were all kind of leaning towards like, we feel very hopeful of where yeah. dating is going. And I'm like, that is such a nice thing to hear in all the crazy shit we're dealing with right now. How nice yeah. is it to know that people are connecting on deeper levels?
0: It's it's very nice to know because when I was in university in the peak of the 2010s dating era and trends, um, situationships were significantly on the rise. And I swear, if I ever was faced with one of those again, I think I would actually just like leave the planet.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah. So situation ships. So let's let's pause on that one for a moment. Uh, okay. From what I saw in the research, they are on the outs. But can you throw That's like nice. a definition? out like you talk you you mentioned situationships in a few of our episodes, and I'm like,
0: what, okay, what
1: is that? Like, I'm like, I don't know what that is. What is a si- situation ship?
0: So basically, it's worse than the talking stage where the other person, usually it's one person in the ship wants a relationship. Uh, in my past, that was always me. Um, and then on the other end, they want the perks of a relationship but not the label so that they can still date around and talk around if they want to. So it's like you're in a relationship, but it's never going anywhere. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. And – Basically, that is so if they meet somebody else that they are more interested in, they can drop you and then be like, but we weren't in a relationship.
1: Got it. What did we used to call this? Because like I've definitely, you know, same as you, Rachel, been that person like, let's have a relationship and they're like, "Uh, I'd rather see other people. Um,
0: I think friends with benefits probably was the broad term for this. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I feel like there's so many situations where you really weren't friends and, you know, like mm-hmm. how I mean that, right? Because, like, you would just meet and you'd be like, oh, we both have the intention of dating each other. But you weren't, like, friends, friend friends. Um, yeah. So I feel like that was almost that conversation of, like, are we exclusive? You know, I feel like situationships has kind of replaced that non-exclusive title, I, th-
0: I guess. I, like, I agree, but I disagree because it's, like, it's almost like this whole other hell. It's almost become this thing with um, the existence of dating apps, I feel. yeah, where there's so there's so much perceived um, I don't know, I'm making it sound like you're in a store, like inventory, <laughs> <laughs> like so much you can work with and how, so many other people that you could date that like I don't really remember it happening, you know, in the 2000s or hearing about it, you know, like there was movies called like Friends with Benefits uh-huh. and stuff because I think it wasn't that easy to just casually meet random people. And be like, we're going to hook up tonight and then we're going to keep hooking up. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like it kind of before, you know, the classic, oh, we met at a bar thing or a party. Um, mm-hmm. And it might have been like one night stand or like, hey, let's let's see each other. I feel like yeah. this has always been around. Like it's not like this I new so. concept, but I feel like it's finally just been given a label. And I was kind of having like yeah. a little laugh to myself here because I'm just trying to imagine – like, does anyone actually? Okay, I need someone to tell me. Has anyone actually been like, yeah, I'm in an, in a situationship with like so and so? Has anyone ever had that? I just need to know personally. Um, I or is see, this just more of like a a toxic term that you kind of look back and you're like, oh wow, we were in a situationship.
0: See, I think I found what we used to call it, um, and it, this is going back to like the Facebook days. Uh, it's complicated. Oh my god, it's complicated. <laughs> That's what it is. is. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. I think. Uh, okay, there we go. We cracked the code. It's the it's complicated button.
1: On Got it. Okay. <laughs> Glad we've we've put a definition to that. Um, All right. But let's kind of go back to some current trends because. Apparently, there is actually a lot of research on dating, which I I, I did, did not really know about that. I know, it's um, cool. And I feel like a lot of it was really positive, as we were saying before. What studies are showing is that shallow desires, so like just based on how attractive someone is physically, are declining. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So, when the people who were uh, surveyed for this for this study. Mm -hmm. 83% of them wanted emotional maturity over 78% who said physically attractive. So like people are rating their priorities more on emotional stability. And I thought this is progress, people. That is Good work. Good work. Yes. And um, they kind of figured that this is coming about now because the study was from uh, 2021, so it's really not that old, mm-hmm. that through COVID and the shutdowns and the pandemic and, and lockdowns, um, people really had to sit and reflect about yeah. what they wanted with life. And I don't think this was just limited to dating. This was your work, your living situation. Everything, right? Friendships. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of had a time to pause and analyze all these things and figure out what was most important to you. So I kind of love that people are now like, you know what? I don't want the toxic relationship with sure. Maybe this person is ridiculously good looking and I'm very physically attracted to them. I Mm -hmm. want that emotional connection and someone who is emotionally mature to handle situations and like have an intelligent conversation,
0: right? I love that so much. Yeah, this and is there's like a good direction. It is a good direction. And they had like a few terms about this too. So what existed before, it was called like gray dating, where it's basically like people were very ambiguous about what they were looking for. It was always like, I don't know. Yeah. So that's been on the decline. And what they've t- called it now is like intentional or mindful dating. Yes. Where people aren't like, I, we're talking a lot about dating apps because I feel like that it just is how people meet others mm-hmm. nowadays mostly especially in cities but less and less people are like swiping right just because yep and like you said are looking for people with those common interests and goals and motivations and i feel like that makes so much sense because during the pandemic you couldn't just go meet whoever right like you kind of had to really think about like okay do i want to actually go meet this person because it wasn't safe <laughs> no. to go meet a bunch of people. And I mean, you really weren't allowed to in most places. So I just – I find that so fascinating. And another trend that's kind of emerged with this as well, and I don't know if you read about this, is dry dating. I did hear about the this. Ride. And I was like, yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> I was like, all right. That's I'm cool. here for it, I guess. Cool.
0: Like- so – What this means is it's a trend where people are moving away from that more traditional like going to a bar or going for dinner and drinks for a first date and more going for like more unique experiences, which I find is really cool because that's a good way to like determine if your interests actually align with each other. A great example I saw is if you want to go to the farmer's market and your date only ever wants to go to fast food restaurants, then maybe your priorities don't align. Yeah. I was like, interesting because when you just are going for drinks, you don't really – get to that nitty gritty, you know, of like, do we actually like to do the same things on the weekend? Yeah, exactly.
1: And um, I was reading some some articles by Laurel House and she is a dating coach and relationship expert. Also, I would like to know how someone like becomes a dating coach and relationship expert. Like that's that's an interesting journey.
0: Yes. Also, I was wondering what you meant by that. Because you like you you had sent me your notes before and you had like the what she was and then brackets. Also how? I know, right? And I was just like, is there something that I'm missing here? No,
1: I'm just very curious about this profession. You know, like yeah,
0: I would love to know. Are you
1: a psychologist or are you someone who's very experienced in dating and has crafted matchmaking? I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many questions here, okay? I've been in me a relationship too. for a long time. Um I'm curious about what's going on out there. Uh, anyway, anyway. email her. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, like we talk mm-hmm. to you about how you became an expert on this subject? I feel, feel like everyone needs to know. Um, anyway, so she kind of coined this term, prioritizing, And nice. really what that is, is honing in on what matters. And again, kind of going back to, you know, what is this talking stage that you weren't really sure about? I feel mm-hmm. like the pause that locked down a, Put on us. The only thing people could do was really talk, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, another term that had come up was hardballing. And it really, yep. what that was was people were getting to deeper conversations quicker. You know, they're just mm-hmm. like, no, we're not talking about the small talk. We're not doing the fluff. We're like, where do you stand? What do you want? I feel like it's it's awesome and it's very like aggressive way to just ag- aggressive in a good way. Sorry, I want to say that in a positive way. It's like a very good way to mm-hmm. get to know someone better um, mm-hmm. and really figure out like, okay, are we going to work? Are we not going to work? Yes or no? You know, yeah. it's, it's not it's not so gray anymore. It's very black and white in every sense that dating could be.
0: We don't have time for that. No. Dancing around game shit anymore. No, exactly. And the I feel like some people ended. like,
1: I know a lot of people have said like, oh, I feel like I've lost out on so much time, you know, two mm-hmm. years, three years worth of time. And so they're like, I'm not wasting it on randoms here. Like, I want to find the person who's going to inspire me to be my best self. I'm going to be proud to date them. And they have meaningful traits that match mine, which I think is just like really awesome. And that is really what people, quote unquote, should be doing when they're looking to be in a more long-term serious relationship. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just one thing I really saw on Reddit was people deciding whether they wanted to be with someone. Over their stance on COVID. Wow. And also their political views.
0: Okay. You know what? The whole like people breaking up over political stuff right now. I get it. Is get it. I I get it. I get it. I'm like,
1: I'm like, like, I've seen stories about it. I'm like, I understand this. I can see why people, especially breaking up over their stance on abortion. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people, like they were in like, I've been in this relationship for seven years. Years or like fifteen years, mm-hmm. and I just found out that they were pro-birth, and mm-hmm. I ended it right then and there. And I'm like, wow, okay, like oh, wow, that is sticking to your guns, and you know, it's important though. You know, we're not really it going is. down that road today on this episode, but you should be with someone who more or less has similar views as you,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. you know, okay, I'm putting the female or anyone who has a uterus lens on this if your Mm -hmm. partner did not have similar views that it's your body and your choice that might not go well if you guys get into a situation where things don't align if you're catching my drift
0: oh i get Mm you i get you a few years ago i actually uh it was not the full reason but it was pretty much half the reason i did break up with someone because of their political views did I talk about that?
1: I do remember that. Yes.
0: Yeah. So he just um, – I don't really know how I want to get into this. I won't share too much. But he was – let's just say he was very right wing, mm-hmm. but just way too much. Yeah. Just just way – and I was like, all right, I'm going to just leave this room right now. Thank you. Good night. And it only lasted about two months, so I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. Yeah.
1: That's really good. So that's where I'm just like, wow, to the people who have been in relationships for like a year or more Mm -hmm. and like serious relationships. And they're like, you know what? Nope. You're not meeting my views. I don't feel safe with this. We're done. So. Well, I
0: just think that goes to show how much it wasn't a normalized thing to talk about politics Mm -hmm. or viewpoints in relationships. I feel like it's become more of a common discussion in your close relationships over the last like probably five or six years, if not a bit longer that of course that would be something that would end relationships.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um you know, it really sticks along that term of prioritizing and mm-hmm. what the relationship experts are seeing from their clients is that they are out of the gate saying, "I know me, I know my needs. I'm confidently, vulnerably, unapologetically aware of my needs." Love it. Right? And like that's what people should really be saying when they're going in and searching for a partner or new relationship is that they're being themselves right they're a- authentically mm-hmm. being themselves and they're not going to compromise that. So I love
0: it Progress people excellent Progress And I think kind of springing off of this was another trend that I really loved seeing they're taking more of an exploratory approach to dating where people are becoming way less focused on dating a specific type like their specific type, Mm -hmm. and they're more interested in exploring a variety of different people that they maybe wouldn't have a few years ago. And I think that's really great because it's just like that's opening so many doors for good relationships as opposed to falling into the same pattern.
1: Yeah, that is so true because how do you know if you like something if you've never tried it? Right? Exactly. So it's good. It's good to – Try out different people who you think like, you know what, at first glance, i didn't really catch my eye or interest me. But upon closer inspection, that really could be something special. And that really is going back to what people are doing is it's this more slow and intentional dating that will lead to longer and stronger relationships. You know, no, people are not just jumping headfirst in to like, okay, we're together. I'm hanging on. I got one. It's good. They're being like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that you're right for me. It's mm-hmm. it's more of that interview process now. And I remember like going on dates when I was younger being like, oh my God, I hope they like me. I hope they like me. Mm-hmm. And like from my more older mindset, I'm just like, do I like you? Are you going to yes. work for me? You're not the one who's just being interviewed. You're also interviewing that person.
0: Yep. So do you have anything further on the current data, current trends, because we both have some really funny terms. We do. That I would love to discuss just because I don't understand any of
1: them. I think just to wrap up the trends, uh, yep. like I said at the beginning of the episode, it was almost odd to meet mm-hmm. your partner online when yep. my partner and I first got together. And mm-hmm. now one in four couples claim that they met online. And I, I don't think that number is high enough.
0: No. I i feel like some people are not telling the whole truth.
1: Yeah. Or like, you know, the sample size was off or something, but I swear a lot more people, like pretty much every other person you meet said like, oh yeah, I met my partner on a dating app or online.
0: Mm-hmm. It's becoming the rarity to meet them just out on the street.
1: Almost, almost. And yeah, that uh, first date really changed. Mm -hmm. in especially COVID times because it became more common that they would like go to a park or hang out Mm -hmm. on a patio, kind of going back to your, what was it called? Dry dating? Dry dating, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, restaurants weren't open, so you couldn't really go to the classic bar and have your first date there. So you kind of had to get more outdoorsy and creative. Um, Mm -hmm. And then this other trend popped up, and I'm not really sure what I think about it. Long-term, at least. And it was people going on virtual dates. Like, I get it for safety, time, and money. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm just going to use a work example here. This year, going back into the office, I was meeting coworkers for the first time in person. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. a very different feel from over the virtual screen. Um, so like I get it for that talking phase, especially when people couldn't go out mm-hmm. and they were able to get to know each other that way. But I, I wonder mm-hmm. like how long do people do that for? I'm just curious. I don't, yeah. I didn't really find anything about it. I just kind of saw that like more people had virtual dates and that was becoming more of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious.
0: Yeah. Like I would only do that if I was still in the dating sphere of if it was, like, before I met somebody for the first time just to make sure that they were who they showed themselves to be. Yes. Because I think a lot of those accounts, uh, if you're meeting someone online, are kind of, like, bot accounts or catfishing accounts that for, like, safety purposes. But beyond that, I feel like, yeah, you kind of need to just go meet them. Yeah. And that actually brings me to the first
1: term that I came across. (laughs) Um, It wasn't catfishing. It was kitten
0: fishing. Oh my god, I saw that too. <laughs> it so that? cute. <laughs> yeah, so
1: catfishing as we know, it's like a profile is out there and this person is literally pretending to be someone else. What kitten fishing is is that person is still pretending to be themselves, pretending to be themselves. They are themselves. Um, <laughs> but they are kind of like enhancing or not being absolutely truthful about yeah. everything. Um, so I feel like this virtual dating leaves a little room for that and that's like kind of after like, okay, you've met them and you feel safe and like you want to go meet in person. I think then you see if there was any kitten fishing going on.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) So, so I read this, I feel like we saw this in the same article, but I was reading in this article where it was like, um, millennials calling out Gen Z dating trend bullshit stuff and they were like kitten fishing and then it was like what we used to call it the first three months of dating oh my god (laughs) i was like like, that's so bad but yeah i had a little giggle with that one kitten fishing kitten fishing can't (laughs) say
1: i experienced that no i don't think i ever experienced that and i don't think i was ever kitten fishing I wasn't the kitten fisher either or whatever <laughs> whatever that way would go. Um, uh, all right. Yeah, that's a new one for me.
0: All right. Mine is orbiting, Ooh. which is when somebody has ghosted you but continues to stalk all of your social media. Ah, like, okay. Watching your stories and liking your posts, commenting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember that was a, definitely a thing. Well, I feel like that's just become a thing because like, Instagram exists. Yeah. And stuff, it definitely is very annoying because it's just like, why don't you just unfollow me? Yeah, like why are you you still
1: involved when you won't talk to me?
0: Yeah, I think with orbiting, when it's somebody like continuing to like your posts and even comment sometimes, that's weird. But guys, if it's just story watching, the amount of stories that I watch and not actually watch at the same time, they're probably not watching your story just because it's you.
1: Yeah, they're probably like, doing that click through. That's what I do all the time. Yeah.
0: So I have definitely been orbited, probably have been an orbiter in the past. What about you? Have you, were you ever orbited, Laura?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think I've been orbited. I probably oh, yeah. orbited as well. I feel, I feel like we're all kind of guilty about yeah. that because social media, everything like, Oh, we're being so sneaky, but
0: like <laughs> there's a trace or right really there. Not. No, no. What's your next one? My
1: next term. Okay. I found multiple terms for this, but I, I just pulled my favorite ones. Um, okay. Paper clipping. Because it made me think of Clippy from the oh, um, Clippy. was it circa ninety five uh, Microsoft Word. People will I love know Clippy. if you know, you know. Uh, he was so cute, yeah, Clippy, and breadcrumbing. So mm. there were multiple terms for this, but I'm just like, okay, guys, let's let's narrow it down. We don't need twenty terms for one thing. And this is kind of similar to, to orbiting, but a little bit different. So this is when someone comes back into your life only to feel good about themselves, and then to leave again. Oh, Rude. I know. Oh, I feel like I – Rude. Uh, some, some names are coming up into my head here. Same. Oof. Same. Um, I don't think I ever paper-clipped anyone. But it's essential, like, going back to, like, they they give you just enough. So uh. you're like, oh, oh, they they still care. And then they put you back down again. And really, it's, like, just an ego thing for them.
0: This hurts. Yeah, it does
1: hurt. So this that is hurts. paper flipping and breadcrumbing.
0: Yeah, let's leave that one there. That one hurts a bit too much. Um, all right. So this is a term which we were pretty much already talking about, but the actual term is slow dating, which is taking extra time to get to know someone before going on a first date. I like, like that. I like it a lot. And I'm also like, why wasn't that more common yeah. before? Why is this just like, this is a trend emerging very significantly lately? So... Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. I have nothing to say other than go do more slow dating, guys. Yeah.
1: Good f- good for you guys if you're just taking your time, really getting to know someone before you, like, jump into the full-blown relationship.
0: Exactly. All right. Exactly.
1: Next term. This is a classic. I feel like we know this term very well. And uh, I was doing mm-hmm. this long before it was called ghosting. <laughs>
0: You were just not calling?
1: No. Oh, my God. Okay. So um, obviously, most people know what ghosting is. It's leaving without a trace. And I was famous for this. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm not someone who's good with confrontation. And Fair. when it came to dating, if I didn't like someone, I literally just never <laughs> responded again. Um, later, it became ghosting. So I was just like, wow, I'm like the OG ghoster.
0: Love that for you.
1: Yep. I think I just, I don't know if I can provide an explanation of why I did this. I think I just, you know, it wasn't for me. And it,
0: was of, just, it was just, it's the root. Yep. It's the root you chose. Yep. And
1: I'm going to kind of branch into the next term here, um, which is caspering, because <laughs> I definitely didn't do this because I was like, I don't want a confrontation or maybe I just don't want to talk to you again. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is the friendly alternative to ghosting by being honest and letting them down gently before you leave. I did not do that at all. I was just like, I'm not going to tell you that this isn't for me. I'm just saying like, I'm good. I don't don't want to proceed any further. So I'm just going to cut you off. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love that it's specified specified as the friendly alternative.
1: <laughs> well, when I first saw Caspering, I was just like, oh, okay, guys, like we don't need another term for ghosting. But then when I saw the actual definition of it, I was just like, oh, right, Casper, the friendly ghost.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: What's your next term, <laughs> okay, Rachel?
0: So I have a term that actually flows with these as well, where I think it's somewhere between ghosting and Caspering. And I would do this a lot. Um I have been ghosted. Um I, I I never quite ghosted, but I did do this and it's called the slow fade, <laughs> slow which it's you're not quite you're not quite ghosting someone, but you're slowly fading out of their life. <laughs> I would do that all the time. See, okay, I you know, yeah. you just start responding a little bit less. Yeah, I was a slow fader. Yeah. I was a slow fader for sure. Yeah,
1: I probably slow faded a few people, but like I was yeah. definitely the ghost um and and tables turned people i was ghosted as well so like you know i got i got mine all right i got mine
0: (laughs) you know we've all been ghosted we've all ghosted or did the slow fade yeah i feel like caspering starts to come in when you're like emotionally mature and not <laughs> not a college student yeah. <laughs> anymore. Ooh, me you want me right. to talk about my
1: feelings no thank you I'll just leave
0: I'll show myself absolutely out. <laughs> absolutely not it's just like is this gonna make you sad for at least a week don't care yep,
1: <laughs> yep
0: that was mood yeah honestly
1: all right next term Um, This one was an odd one and I was like debating whether to include it, but I feel like we need to discuss it. And that is Mm -hmm. oystering.
0: That just sounds
1: (laughs) really weird. It does sound weird. Um, So bear with me here. This is what it is. It's someone who just got out of a relationship and they believe the world is their oyster. So I don't know if this is not so much a dating term, but I could I could see it as a dating term or if it's something more just like this is how the person is behaving after a breakup where mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, I want to do anything. I'm so free. So that I get. Um, yes. Odd that it's called oystering. It's kind of a unsavory term yeah i'm a bit a little, disturbed a little yeah it's a little odd i'm a bit scared um but then from a dating trend i could also see it as like uh you're out of like a monogamous relationship and you're like oh, i want to date a bunch of people right and i feel like maybe that's where you get those more situationships or the non-exclusives mm-hmm. right so i'm i'm like kind of up in the air about this term
0: interesting yeah i've never heard of it yeah that honestly was i haven't one. heard of half of these so.
1: no me neither i've heard of ghosting that is really the only one
0: Yeah, same. I've heard of breadcrumbing before, but that was about it. Um, All right, so this one I included because I just love the play on words, and it's hesitating. Not hesitating. Hesitating? (laughs) Hesitating. And this is um, also becoming a bit more common after the pandemic where people are feeling indifferent towards dating whether casually or seriously because they're not sure if they want to get involved with another person given the uncertainty of the world and honestly fair enough i've never
1: heard that in terms of dating before but i have heard that in terms of like people deciding whether they want to have children or not
0: yes i um, have
1: too i'm very curious about this dating term though Me too. like why why sorry why
0: wouldn't you want to
1: because like I, like I of what's going on in the, the world right like, it's just right, too maybe much? Maybe, like,
0: the emotional investment. I think it just might be too much. Okay. Okay. You know what? Cultural. We'll do a cultural deep dive episode into hesitating.
1: Yeah, I feel like that needs to be unpacked future. more um, because, yeah. like, I, I know there are people who say, like, I am happy being single, and I think that mm-hmm. that's, a cho- that's a choice, and if that's what's right for you, excellent, right? Like, I, I do love seeing that a little bit more because I feel especially in the past Everyone was just like, oh, to be happy, you need a relationship. No, you don't, right? So I'm mm-hmm. a little confused on the hesitating. I would just say like, no, I'm happy being single, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, that one could be unpacked a little bit more.
0: We'll look into it in the future, guys. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah.
1: Like I yeah. feel like it could just be, yeah, like I said before, the people who are happy not being in a relationship for whatever reason, doesn't matter what the reason is. Mm-hmm. So I feel it's, it's very interesting that it has a has a term now, but everything has a term
0: now. And uh honestly dating app culture this yeah. is, I'm pretty sure half of these words came from like Bumble articles. I think so. so. I'm pretty sure they, they did. Uh,
1: I haven't heard mm-hmm. them out on the street very much. Um so no. m- my last funny term is Gatsbying.
0: Never heard of her. Never heard As of her. As in that. The
1: Great Gatsby? <laughs>
0: Love it. And Love it.
1: Um, this – I kind of – I had a little bit of a laugh, but I was also like, hmm, toxic trait, um, mm-hmm. where it's a targeted attempt to win over a specific person.
0: I feel like this was just my approach to dating.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I was that person who'd be like, I like that person. I'm going to Same. date them.
0: <laughs> so Honestly, that was us in our early 20s. Yeah. It was just like look across the room. That one. That
1: one. I used to do that, that all there. the time, right? Like,
0: yeah. And a completely savory, um, you know, above board way, guys. Oh, yes. There was yes nothing, yeah. There was yeah,
1: nothing sketchy. Ske- Not sketchy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like, I'm attracted we were... to that one. Yes. All right. Rachel, any more terms from you? I, I have one, and I just find it really funny. It's vulturing. What? <laughs> you want to take a guess to what that means?
1: Uh, vulturing is. I'm okay. I'm picturing like vultures circling around someone. Um, You're
0: you're kind of. Am I kind of close? Is it
1: kind of like gap? You're getting where you're like, like you want that person, like a specific person.
0: Sort of, but just in a bit more of an unsavory way.
1: Yeah, it sounds Um, more unsavory than cat's being.
0: Yeah, it means hovering around a relationship that is dying. Oh, (laughs) coming to its end. Hoping to pick up the scraps once it's over. Oh my God. <laughs> That's terrible.
1: <laughs> Don't do that, people.
0: Don't do that. But I just thought it was so funny. Why is there a term for this? I feel like there How does
1: this happen enough that there's a term for it? <laughs> oh God. I, I'm sure it happens a lot, but like I can kind of I I kind of feel that a lot of Hollywood movies are kind of yes. based on this. You know?
0: A lot of them are. Like, a lot of them are. See, like, like, I the, the, like it's the, actually not – The person
1: returns to their hometown and like – Yeah. You know, they've got the failing relationship and then there's the, the high school sweetheart to sweep them off their feet.
0: So like a Hallmark Christmas movie? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I feel like this is actually probably more common than we want to believe it is. Oh, I'm totally sure sad. it is because like I've
1: definitely – probably been as a teenager being like when they break up i'm gonna go for it like i
0: oh i definitely, I definitely know that, that thought teenager. crossed my mind
1: but mm-hmm. hearing it said that way oh <laughs> that is unsavory
0: <laughs> as a relationship is dying you're just waiting in the wings yeah yeah so that was my favorite word just because i'm like who coined this who why i don't know, know. Someone gave that some this? thought though they did, but you know, points for creativity. I mean, like that—that's a good use of the word vulturing. Yeah,
1: yeah, good imagery. Because in
0: a way, in a way, that is what you're doing. Don't do that, guys. Mm-mm. Stick with the slow dating. Yeah, you need the slow, the dating. slow dating.
1: Let someone emotionally heal from yeah. another relationship before they jump into a new relationship. You will probably Definitely. yield better results in the long term.
0: Well, I think with this one, they're not they're, They just. They're not really focusing on that. No. 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 Anyway, to our listeners, I would love to uh, hear from you if you have had any experience with any of these terms or have any others that we missed here because, man, there's a lot out there. And I'm like, I'm apparently not hip because I learned all of these today.
1: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of these terms are the way of dating as uh, fetches to mean girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just not gonna happen in our vocabulary, <laughs> but they certainly are fun. They are. So, Rachel, as someone who's been in a relationship, what's important to you? Because like since mm. the trend has been more honing in on what matters, what
0: matters yeah. to you? Hmm. Well, I did I did see yours before. <laughs> so I selected three different ones because I definitely share yours as well. So I tried to pick some that are important to me that I also know probably have some importance to you too, and that's similar interests. Yes. So that we, you know, have things to talk about. I enjoy ambition mm-hmm. and adventure. Ooh, adventure. Yeah. does Like kind of in any way, you know, they can be travel, they can be food, they can be like going for hikes in our area and stuff, just, you know, keeping things fun yeah exactly and, and i think you highlighted
1: it really well in your dating example mm-hmm. right where
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know you're you're the person who maybe wants to get up every saturday morning and go down to the farmers market and yeah. get fresh fu- fruits and vegetables where the person you're dating wants to get fast food for every meal yeah mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm
1: so yeah, having similar interests is definitely yeah. important to me. I was trying to think back to my priorities when I was younger, which were yeah. very short-sighted.
0: <laughs> I was like,
1: "You are physically appealing to me.
0: I That's enjoy good your enough. Shoulders. That
1: is good enough." <laughs> I don't think you'll kill nice. me. <laughs> you know,
0: you don't seem like a you are. You are not a serial killer. Yeah, you we don't could seem go for like a hike, a ce- and I wouldn't be scared. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: don't seem like a serial killer. You're physically attractive. That's good enough. Um, Mm -hmm. And now being 30, I'm like much more about the long term. So to me, the things that are important are, you know, the person is self-reliant and financially stable. You know, I work hard for my money and to do things in my life. I want a partner mm-hmm. who's going to do the same. And okay, I have a small joke because after this uh, episode, my my boyfriend and I are going out on a date, and I was like, "Oh, honey, are you taking me out?" I'm like, "Are you my sugar daddy?" And he's just like, <laughs> "I wouldn't go that far, Laura. I would say more like your sweet low daddy." <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but in all oh. seriousness, like we respect each other because we're both able to provide and um take care of ourselves and then that gives us the ability to you know want to take care of the other person not so yeah. much out of need um so that's mm-hmm. very important to me another thing especially as i've as i've gotten older is making sure you're in the same life stage as your partner oh, 100% 100% and, um, i know some people who have large age gaps in their relationships and like hey if that works for them awesome but i think for majority of people I bet that can be really difficult, especially if you're not in the same life stage. And this goes for like all brackets, you know, if if it's someone dating someone older, you know, mm-hmm. you might be wanting kids in a family where that older person is just like, you know what, I already did that, or like, I'm not interested in that. Mm-hmm. And And then same thing on the younger scale, you know, the person could be all about wanting to be partying and out where the older person is just like, you know, what I like to stay in. I want to think about marriage and a family. So that is something that I think is fundamentally very important. And then also Mm -hmm. uh, along the line are life goals. I think it's important that you have a similar vision of how you want your life to be, right?
0: Yeah. I feel like the similar goals and ambition kind of hold hands nicely. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, modern dating trends. Yep. But I will say I was shocked by our findings more just with my complete lack of knowledge of what this actually was. Yeah. I must say I was
1: pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised. I'm really glad people are making a more conscious effort to think about who they are dating and what they actually yeah. want. I. I think that's really positive, and it also gives me hope for people being in happy, long-lasting relationships.
0: Same. I wish, like, my young university self was going through this type of dating stuff because let me tell you, the dating trends in, like, 2014, 2018, not a great time. No. Not a great time. There was that whole lot of, um, but what are we? Yes. Conversations going on. Which, um, you know, the second that you had to have that conversation, you knew that it was ending because you're like, what are we? And then they're just like, I thought that we were just acquaintances, (laughs) even though you've met my mother. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's not go back there.
0: Let's not. No. Go back to our disaster dates episode. You can learn all about it. (laughs) I know. If you want to hear about our
1: tragic (laughs) dating histories and funny stories, uh, definitely go check out that episode, Disaster Dates from Mm -hmm. season one. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like any of the relationship episodes that we have posted, there's going to be a funny story in there, for sure, Most likely. about a tragic Most dating likely. moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we actually are pretty tame in this one. Yeah. Yeah, this was yeah. good. We just, we kept our, we kept our stories brief, but you do know that um, we have been ghosted and we have also done the ghosting mm-hmm. and the slow fading, not so much the caspering.
1: No, I don't think no. I've ever <laughs> caspered anyone. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, neither have I. It's okay. I'm with you. I'm with you with this one.
1: I'm not brave enough to do that. So good
0: on you if you are. Mm -hmm. I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. So yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on Spotify. It would really help out the show if you would do so. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can do so by email. Our email is teawithlaurachel at gmail.com. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.